And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi there, everybody, and welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today we're going to discuss a film called Get Him to the Greek. It's a very strange title. Uh, It's not a Greek restaurant they're talking about. (laughs) It's not a Greek restaurant. It's a big concert theater, outdoor concert theater in Los Angeles. And the plot is that a young man named Aaron, played by Jonah Hill, Mm -hmm. works for a mega-million dollar record company owned by Sean P. Diddy Combs. Who else? Who else? And Aaron is sent to London Mm -hmm. to collect a fading but very strange rock star, Aldous Snow, played by Russell Brand. Who is a kind of a rocker comic. Yes, he is. Aaron has to bring him from London to Los Angeles and get him to the Greek Mm -hmm. theater in time for a concert. (laughs) He's got three days to do it. And these three days are, believe me, filled with all sorts of stuff. I have a love-hate relationship with this movie. And I'm calling it just Greek to be more efficient. First of all, I love the performance of Russell Brand. Fantastic. I love three quarters of the script. And I hate to use the word hate, but in this case, I really am so unhappy with the kind of material that the producers felt compelled to put in this movie in order to, I guess, go after the young college market. It's too bad because by putting in the bedroom antics and some of the X-rated stuff, they demean the entire film. Now, it doesn't ruin the movie experience by any stretch. I'm just saying that it lowers it just a little bit. They had a really fine little movie going on, and then they felt the urge to put something in there because they were nervous that the movie might be too classy. (laughs) Well, that's very true. And there is so much about this film that is classy. Mainly, it is Russell Brand's performance. And, you know, I've read about Russell Brand and the actor, and he very much mirrors the character of Aldous Snow here. But he is terrific in this because it's all about him. Uh It's all about how he's living and how through all the booze and all the drugs and all the stuff that he is doing, it is finally getting through to him that he's living a very, very shallow and pathetic life. I liked his performance. It's kind of a cross between Mick Jagger, Chris Guest's wonderful character in This Is Spinal Tap, a guy by the name of Nigel Yes. And Bill Nighy actually did a great rock star in the movie Love Actually. That guy was called Billy Mack. Right. But make no mistake, for me, Russell Brand delivers a totally original character. He's raucous. He's playful. He's cutting edge. He's vulnerable. He's serious. And then in the very last frame of the movie, he becomes that charismatic rock star that you dream about seeing on film. He is really brilliant. And I would suspect that Russell Brand has a huge movie career ahead of him. He's much, much better than I ever expected. He really elevates this movie from just being another buddy movie, which it really is. And we'll get into that in a second. But he takes it to the next level. And it's really worth seeing. He's quite a genius. I was really knocked out by him. I was very much reminded of the earlier films of Jim Carrey, Uh who I thought was terrific and whose career has kind of fizzled for me anyway. Right. I hope that whoever is handling his career, like his agent and his manager and other people, does a great job taking care of him. 
because he's very good. There is a scene uh-huh. where Aaron, played by Jonah Hill, is talking to him. And by the way, Aldous Snow has just put out an album that is horrible. Uh-huh. It is just very, very awful. And everybody is saying to Aaron Green, don't say anything bad about it. Don't say anything bad about it. And in this scene, Aldous Snow says, no, I really want your opinion. What did you really think of my uh-huh. album? Oh, dear. And Aaron tells him, and you can see the shock and then the anger building on Aldous Snow's face. I thought it was a great piece of acting. Well, because no one ever tells this guy the truth. And here you have a very average kind of a schlubby guy finally having the confidence to tell somebody that he idolizes what he really thinks of an album that he just put out and then he's tossed aside for giving his opinion. I think Jonah Hill does a good job in this picture. He's best known for portraying a slovenly, slattern kind of guy. You know the type list. They're a little overweight. They usually need a shave. And in this case, Hill could do with a good shave and he could also do with losing a few pounds. But anyway, these two guys form an interesting, tenuous friendship. And it's through that relationship that we begin to see what makes both of these guys tick. And you can tell that as the story unfurls, the Russell Brand character, this rock and roll crazy guy, also has great feelings of inadequacy, just like Jonah Hill does. And I think that that makes the movie far more interesting and more, shall we say, deeper than I had ever expected it to be. I think so, Anne. Nicholas Stoller directed and wrote this movie. And while I can complain about some of his directorial touches, for instance, after the third time Jonah Hill throws up on himself, I thought, that's enough, please. Oh, sure. But a lot of what he wrote is very, very thoughtful and very, very good. It's always entertaining, but there is a certain tension there because you have this character who can just blow off and go off into the atmosphere, and you fear that he's going to do that. I just thought it was really very, very good, and I got to tell you, I walked into the theater imagining I was going to hate this movie. Uh It is produced by Judd Apatow, and neither one of us are terribly thrilled with his movies. This one is good. Well, let's talk about the girls in this film, the women, because they're quite good, too. Rose Byrne plays Jackie Q. She's the ex-girlfriend of Algis, and she has a fascinating role in the movie. She's very good. She's very funny. And I think we also have to mention, while we're talking about humor in connection with this movie, there are some wonderful, ironic parodies of MTV and VH1 videos and the way that they run their benefits on television and so on. All of that is part of the texture of this movie, which is unusual because most rock and roll movies do not have that kind of perception about themselves. They usually take themselves way too seriously and, frankly, don't like to laugh at their own images. But in this case, they do that, and it makes the movie a lot more accessible, especially for people who are not 30 years and younger. So it's good for people our age to see a movie like this because it's not quite so off-putting. Don't tell people I'm over 30. (laughs) Well, it's not quite so off-putting, correct? Right. That's the other reason I didn't think I was going to like it, and I really, really did. I loved Rose Byrne. I also liked very much Elizabeth Moss, who plays Daphne. Yes. She is the girlfriend of Aaron Green. Wasn't she wonderful? She was terrific. She is a doctor in this film. She's been offered a very good job in Seattle. She wants to move. She wants Aaron to move with her. Aaron is in the rock and roll business, and he doesn't want to go, and that causes a lot of strain. There is a scene towards the end of the picture between Aaron and Daphne Mm -hmm. and Aldous that I didn't really care for, but okay. Well, that's what I said. There are some choices and some writing 
segments in this movie that I wish they had eliminated because the movie was good enough not to have to feel the compulsion to toss in garbage. You just want to say, hey, guys, you know, you don't have to go that far. We get it. We understand it. We know the rock and roll lifestyle is dangerous, and it has a lot of R-rated moments. You don't have to show me over and over and over. I'm kind of hip. I kind of understand it. Absolutely. I wish that they had not because I was all ready to give it a green light, but I can't because of, not the fact that there were things about it that were quote-unquote dirty, but like you, I felt that they went too far. Yes, unnecessary. More than anything, you know. Erotic is great. When it gets into garbage, then it's no longer fascinating, and in this case, it really, as I said earlier, it lowers the entire texture of this movie when you have that kind of material thrown in for no good reason. However, I think this is quite a good movie. In fact, it's two movies. There you've got the raunchy kind of rock movie that has all the kind of material in it that maybe frat boys would like. Yep. And then it has this wonderful character study of two oddball guys who travel in different worlds for the most part, but are true bros in spirit and in heart. So for that reason, I'm going to give Get Him to the Greek a yellow light, and it's a very strong, bold yellow light. It's not a blinking, flickering one. I I really liked this movie, and I wanted to love it. I liked it very much, too. And if for no other reason, I loved Russell Brand's work. So I'm giving this a yellow light also. Two yellow lights for Get Him to the Greek, written and directed by Nicholas Stoller and starring Russell Brand and Jonah Hill. We are going to come back and do another film very, very soon, like we always do. That's what we do. We go to the movies, and then we come back here and talk about them. We hope you'll be with us for the next one. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And we hope that we're going to run into you, not necessarily at the Greek, but at some other theater, enjoying your popcorn and having a great time at the movies. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh, yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.